It's always ice cream season at the locally owned and operated Carvel of North Syracuse. And March is no exception. Come on in and get a taste of the Irish. All month long, they'll have delicious mint soft serve, mint flying saucers, mint milkshakes, and their amazingly popular cookie o' puss cake. All perfect for the St. Patrick's season. Everything at Carvel of North Syracuse is made fresh. So no matter what kind of treat or design you want, they make it happen. Carvel, open seven days a week, Brewerton Road in North Syracuse. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Hi, this is Jay Billis of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms like Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, and Deezer. Go ahead and download, subscribe. Leave feedback and a five-star review. We are brought to you by Brewerton Ace Hardware, the Al and Angus Pub, Tiny Bubbles Laundromat, and our terrific friends at Carvel Ice Cream of North Syracuse. If you're in and around Central New York, man, this place kills. You got to get in there for the Sundays, the shakes, ice cream cakes for any and all occasions at Carvel Ice Cream of North Syracuse. Also, a huge tip of the cap thank you to the Swan and Whitaker families for their support of the platform as well as Camilla's Golf Club and your State Farm agent, Matt Graham. Let's bring him in. He is the lead content writer for Ball Nine. What a great group they are, and obviously we're all chomping at the bit here, hoping that baseball will return in 2020, but man, are they at a crossroads right now. Kevin Kernan on Twitter, at AMBS underscore Kernan. He is America's most beloved sports writer. He is a New York State Baseball Hall of Famer. You can get him at Ball9.com as well formerly of the New York Post, one of the best in the business, and he continues to do his thing each and every day at an incredibly elite level. KK, thank you for a few, buddy. How are you? Doing fantastic, pal. Uh, Just loving everything going on with baseball and and (laughs) the world right now. I'll tell you what, man. This baseball thing, it's just gotten to the point where nothing nothing seems unbelievable anymore, right? I mean, isn't that where we're at? Like, it's just a continued clown show? Yeah, that's a great description. Nothing, nothing, uh, anything can happen. You know, it used to be you went to a baseball game because anything could happen. Now you don't go to a baseball game because anything can happen, you know, because it's so ridiculous. The game is so ridiculous. The, the, um, what they're pushing in the game, the people running the game, um, uh, how the game is being administered, what they're worried about, uh, I, I can go on and on, laundry list. But the bottom line is it's not baseball anymore. And, Mike, I've been saying it since you first had me on, since we first became friends. Uh, and I'm more adamant about it now than ever. And I think I am I have a tremendous following now, especially within the game. People, I mean, I don't want to mention that. I'm not dropping names, and a lot of these people want their names out of it. But, you know, the story I did on Riggleman last week, I got texts from a million baseball people, about two or three current managers, and, um, you know, the other thing I did the other day on Manfred and the whole clown show, uh, everybody's talking about it because 
baseball is not run. It's just simple. I mean, I hate to make it so simple for the fans, but this is what it's all about. Baseball is not baseball anymore. It's not run by baseball people. It's run by lawyers. It's not run by people who understand the game. It's run by Ivy League guys who sat on the bench at Harvard and now are on their Peloton. And it's and and now the players too. The players have become uh, uh, clueless and lost souls in the game as well. For the most part, they don't know how to play the game anymore. They don't know how to act in the game. They don't even know how to understand that they're making some incredible amount of money. I talked to a player today, um, former player, and I asked them, "Hey, what what was your?" Because um, he called me out of the blue. Good good player too. He's in the media now. But uh, he, he, I said, what did you get originally make when you were, uh, what was your minimum salary? He had to think for about 10 seconds, and he goes, $12,000. <laughs> so that's a little bit, you know, 700000 now. So it's hard to find uh, uh, empathy for either side. Do you think that they will come to some sort of a solution and we will have games in 2022? I, I mean, I, I, a couple of years ago, I predicted that we wouldn't have a season at all. Where do you land on that? Well, I've been pretty adamant about this as well and pretty you know, when nobody else was saying this, I was saying it. I said, because the lack of understanding by the negotiating people from MLB, and I'm certainly not letting them off the hook. They're the main problem, Manfred and his people. Um, but because of their lack of human skills, they don't have human skills anymore, Mike. They, they, they can't act like they don't, they don't understand what, what, what's going on. So they had no clue that the players, would, I said the players would dig in once it got to, to you know, cut and bait time because of what the owners would try to do and how the players think they're getting screwed. And um, that's exactly what happened. The players dug in. That's the competitive natures of who they are. So if you came back to them now with a nice offer saying, we understand where you guys are coming from. I understand your competitiveness. Let's work together. You'd get this thing settled. But I've said all along that April's, my original date was around Memorial Day. And I said that in November. So not much has changed in that. I, I see the players digging in. And I know some people who are, you know, have kind of like are close to the uh, players and they're they're adamant that these players are are willing to sit out a whole year. I don't think that would happen. Um, uh, I can't believe anybody would be that dumb, both sides, but it's possible. I'm still saying, no, April's gone. Now we're working on May. They're going to rush through it. There's going to be injuries. So there's all kinds of uh, ramifications of what's happened already. Plus, plus, and I want to make this clear. The little guy who's already gotten screwed in Florida, you know, the guys that worked all the, you know, worked the games, the guy that I used to see in three different ballparks selling beers, running around from one park to the next to make a living. Um, the older people who, uh, you know, work as ushers. But again, they don't care about anybody. They don't care about anybody. So baseball, this is like the third straight year, right? Baseball's uh, opening day is messed up. So um, it, it's really a shame. But hey, at least Rob Manfred's getting his golf swing together, right? It's looking pretty good, actually. And I understand, you know, now Tracy Vinglesby tells me, I don't know this for sure, but Tracy says he's a member at Augusta. So I don't know if that's true. But uh, yeah, the swing looks good. And, um, uh, you know, he's got plenty of time to work on it. I do know when I used to see you up at Cooperstown all the time, uh, and this was before, this was when Bud was still in charge, you know, Rob would come up because he had to. And uh, but his big thing was playing golf with uh, some of the local big woodies in town. So he, he loves his golf. If, if he, I wish he would love baseball as much as he loves his golf. But you know, you take that hunk of metal that the World Series trophy is, and you can melt it down and make a pretty good golf club. What's the most 
insane part about all of this? Is it just the fact that the CBA was something that they had to decide on a long time ago? Uh, they needed a deadline, they create a deadline, and then they don't meet the deadline. Is it all of this after the fact of all the nonsense in the game with the the, the, the extra runner and extra innings, uh, the gimmick of the seven-inning doubleheaders, all that? Is, is it after all that? Is it after... 2020 where they could have been the showcase when all of sports were basically shut down and they waited around forever eventually they had a 60 game season which was ridiculous and then they crowned a champion what what is this this is all by the way happening after all of that so what part of all of that that i just said is, is the most ridiculous of all yeah, that's a great question i mean you imagine you listed the 10 most ridiculous things but i would say the most ridiculous part of this is the fact that the players were locked out way back when, and they never had any kind of meetings. And, you know, uh, right. the players didn't insist upon it. The owners didn't, you know, they just kind of, you know, put them in the vice. That's what that was all about. And uh, thinking the player's going to crack. And and that's the most ridiculous part. The, the overriding ridiculous part is to think, and this is on the fans, it's on the fans to think that these people actually care about baseball. Okay. If Rob Manfred isn't commissioner and somebody else is in, is it is it a lot more simpler than this? I mean, do they do they get a deal done? I mean, how, how much real – I mean, you can't stand him. I can't stand him. Tons of people can't stand him. But how real is it, though? Because baseball's had its problems, you know, through the years, no matter who's commissioner. How much of this situation can we pin on Rob Manfred? Well, he, he's just a vessel for the owners, so – he, and he's what exactly what they want, you know, kind of heartless, kind of doesn't understand the game, uh, just will be a negotiator. Now, they do tell me that in, in past negotiations, he was kind of like a voice of reason, which I, you know, maybe, maybe he was, but certainly not this time. I think, too, again, because I'm, 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 I'm shooting at both sides here. Um, I think that the Players Association really misses a type of guy like Michael Weiner who passed away, you know, and was well-respected by everybody. But he was a guy that brings brought people together and knew how to negotiate without alienating. You, you basically have a negotiating block now that Scott Boris put together. And and Scott, you know, I've known Scott forever. I respect Scott. But, you know, Scott, you know, you're on the other side of the table with Scott. It can be pretty pretty difficult. And so, so I think that's also made it harder for Manfred. I will give him that. And... Um, He's also got some owners that, you know, that are pretty dug in and they want to keep making too much money. And it's what I said from the beginning, casino money is in the background of all this without being in the middle of all this. Uh, you know, like little things like if, if, if they want to count the, uh, the, the, the per diem towards the overall, you know, <laughs> you know, if you go over over the limit, you know, spending but little things like that, you know, like a few, and also a few years ago, this is on the players. The last CBA, they were all worried about, you know, uh, the money that they, were, you know, had to pay clubbies, you know. So, so it is, again, you, you can't even make this stuff up. It's a, it's a comedy show. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's why MLB is where it's at. And I'm telling you, and I'm, I'm really adamant about this. They have no clue what's coming down the pike with the fans. No clue. I mean, there will still be great fans in certain cities because they just love the game. And I would throw a team. Uh, like San Diego into that, you know, the Mets fans are dying to get back to the game. So they'll come back, but all these crappy teams, those fans ain't coming back. They're gone. Yeah, I agree with you. Kevin Kern and our guest, a couple more for you, KK. 
He's on Twitter at AMBS underscore Kernan and at Ball9.com. Uh, the ML Sports Platter here brought to you by Stanley Law Offices and our great friends over at Rosie's Corner. We all want baseball back, but by the same token, we also know how bad the sport is when they're playing under normal circumstances. Is it is it that big of a deal if baseball doesn't come back because the product is so bad? Well, we always want baseball back. I mean, it's part of who we are as America, even though the country's changing rapidly uh, and not for the better. Um, you know, but but it, it, at this level, do we want baseball at this level? I mean, it, uh, it's not exciting. It's not fun. Um you know, I, I used to stat the other day that there were 42,000 strikeouts roughly and another 15,000 walks. That's 57,000 uh, plate appearances where nothing happened last year. And then there were 57,000 shifts. Do we want that? Is that entertaining? It's not entertaining anymore. You know you know what I've started to do? I've started to like watch old games on, on uh, YouTube or go to college games or local games. I've also started reading some good baseball books that I missed. Like a Ty Cobb book about terrible beauty, and, and Ty Cobb was dealing with some of these issues way back when, 1907, 1908. You know, he actually held out one of the four-year guaranteed contract. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, so, so there's other ways to find baseball in your life. You just, it's just this is, this is major league baseball. It's still going to be minor league baseball. Be kind of fun, although they're running that's the tenth degree as well. But there'll be independent leagues. Baseball will always be here. The problem is, and this is this is the big problem. Kids aren't playing it as much anymore, so they don't have the same uh, passion for it uh, as when I grew up. And I know I'm old, you know, I'm old, so I get it. Uh, you know, the world's changed. But, you know, I played baseball in the summer, you know, probably six, seven, eight hours a day in some form, uh, you know, certain days and um, maybe longer. These kids can't play for six, seven, eight minutes, you know. And But if you go to, if you go to a youth game and, and the kid hits the ball and has some fun, you see that excitement again, so it's there. It just has to be resurrected. I don't. I don't want to be so negative to say it's gone, but it just has to be resurrected. The question is, who's going to resurrect baseball back to being baseball? There are obviously different kind of baseball fans. We know that. You know, there's the diehards, no matter what. You mentioned it. You know, they're going to come back no matter what. Uh, you have the casual fan. Uh, you have the person who's just the betting fan now. Uh, you have people who are kind of. Maybe they get into the game and they get out of the game, but they know about the game. Um, you have some people who just maybe tune in for a big game, you know, during the regular season, and then maybe they go away for a while. They're, they're, everybody's kind of different. So it brings me to this question. If baseball is, is, is locked out for quite a while, what sport do you think during that time will benefit the most from the pocket of fans who are either A, they can't figure out if they want to follow baseball or not. B, right, the young people and maybe some of the newer fans. Like, what what sport's going to benefit from pulling those over who are the non-diehards? Well, that's an easy one. Um, it, it's still not going to be soccer and because uh, that's a different world. But football will just continue to grow, NFL, college. I mean, it's going to grow, grow, grow. You know, the uh, right now, you know, the combine has become a league. It sounds yeah. as crazy as that sounds. People follow that like they would follow a league. And you're going to have some, I, I don't know if it'll work, but you're going to have spring football again. Um, so football, you're just going to be more invested in football because 
there's 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 a in football you move down the field there's excitement during the action uh there's maybe a big play like a home run a touchdown pass but there's also the little plays that baseball you said the first and third plays the the double the triple you see that in your you know the continuation of a drive uh so so football has acquired all those little baseball things and made the sports stronger and they still you know football still has its problems obviously but they they navigate them a lot better, and it's still an action-packed sport, and 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 it's also it's, it's a sport where guys can still beat up on other guys, you know, uh, you know, in a way. It's, I mean, I hate to be so brutal about it, but that's people like contact. And what has baseball done? It took all the contact out of the game. And I'm not I'm not advocating people getting hurt, but just because there was a slide play at home with Buster Posey, and just because there was a slide play at second. Uh, you know, we're moving to Hada. The game had to change so much. So, so all these things, drip by drip, baseball has been destroying itself. And on the other time, uh, other side, drip by drip, NFL has been getting better. And they've now, and they've weathered the Brady storm too. This is a very important point. And you, you see it with Josh Allen. You know, I love Josh Allen, as you well know. I said it right from the beginning, this kid's going to be special. And now they've got this new, uh, you know, they got these secondary uh, new young quarterbacks coming in. They're going to help carry the sport even further in the future. Whereas baseball, you don't even know Mike Trout. And, and the other thing, Mike Trout's a wonderful guy, Jersey guy. I don't get on Jersey guys. But, you know, coming out, whatever he said this past week, you know, he got paid like, what, I don't even know what he got last year. What did he get, $40 million or something? Yeah. I don't know. What he, and he was hurt all year on, on crazy injuries and calves and things like that. It's guaranteed money. So let's step, let's all of us step back, baseball. And look at what's really going on as we're about to pay. Like a, a friend of mine just sent me a picture from California. He's now paying six seventy one a gallon of gas. It's unbelievable. Um, with, with with the frenzy of free agency, obviously because the sport is locked out. KK, nobody can talk to anybody. Nobody can negotiate deals. I mean, another, it's, another right. Thing. So, if and when the sport comes back, what does that look like? Is it within a week? Everybody signs. Do they sign within a couple days? Are there long-term, short-term deals? What does that part look like with people who don't even have a uniform to wear right now because they're free agents? Well, it'll be a madhouse, and you'll have all the, I call them the, uh, you know, the water carriers for uh, MLB saying, oh, isn't baseball great? Couldn't you, what, a, what a crazy week, and they'll list all the crazy stuff. You know what? You guys, everybody, come on. Uh, baseball, only under this commissioner would you be – they couldn't talk about the players. They took all the pictures, pic, players' pictures off during that, that low period. So they destroyed their whole offseason of, of, of building the fan base up and what swing training is about. And like Harry Carey said many years ago, and I used it in a column a few weeks ago, you know, swing training is for the fans. It's for the fans that get excited. So fans will get somewhat excited. They'll fall. They'll fall. You know, they'll be like mice, you know, with the cheese. They'll eat the cheese. And, and meanwhile, they spring the trap. So, so it's going to look crazy. People are going to make much more of it than it really is, and it's going to be well. It's going to be uh, it's going to be like um, three shots of espresso, espresso, you know, instead of like just having a nice cup of coffee in the morning, you know. And then uh, where, where do we go from here? To be a super high, then a super low, and then people will start realizing, well, maybe my team isn't that much better. Maybe my team is worse. So there'll be less interest. And uh, and the other thing I worry about, Mike, Mike, is that pitchers 
pitchers are already a mess. Yeah. They've been destroyed by these guys running the game. We don't know anything about the game and how they've, uh, you know, they've gotten rid of long toss. Got, and I'm talking about serious long toss, not the garbage they do now. Uh, and they got all these pitchers going to all these places, you know, they're at Cressy Place, this place, that place. And they think they're making progress when there's, they're not doing something as simple as working on command and running in the outfield, which you used to do in spring training. And that's how you got guys like uh, Tommy Glavlin and great pitchers to uh, make themselves better. So, so that's, that's going to be the unknown untold story of where we're going when pitchers start falling by the wayside again. And we've got to look at 19 pitchers in a game, you know, in a world series game or some crazy numbers. So the game will just completely, it's eating itself from within and it's going to continue to do that. And, uh, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate because all of this could have been avoided. I'll tell you, when I read your blurb about the long toss thing, I was I was like, <laughs> I was like, yes, 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 spot on. Because I remember when I was young, uh, you know, as a kid, and then you know through high school and college, going to games just with my dad, uh, and we'd go and you know you, you you do your thing as a fan, right? Like you sneak down, you try to yep. see the players, maybe get autographs, do whatever. But as you're down there, and then eventually when I got credentials and I saw it on the field myself, I'd be like turning around and, and Jeter would be behind me and I, a ball would come flying in from somewhere. And I'm like, where is he? And then I'd look way down the right field line and they were doing this unbelievable long toss. And I'm going, wow, that's pretty yeah. impressive. You don't see that ever anymore. No, and, no. And that's, that's my point. And, uh, and that's position players. Yes. You know, uh, the guy that I, you know, the guy who did, who I noticed a pitcher that did the most long toss over the last few years was a guy like, uh, you know, Jacob DeGrom. Yeah. And look what it did for him. And and just to clarify, so people didn't, in case people didn't read the article, uh, I was going through some of the things that's wrong with the game, and I happened to speak to a former very successful pitching coach, and he studies everything. And he said um, that basically when pitchers started rehab and they got into where they could throw the ball long toss, the long toss was limited at 120 feet, not for any reason with the pitcher because he's coming back from injury or whatever, it's because the trainers who were working with the pitchers, the guys who were out there, the rehab guys who were out there on the field with them, could that's about the, as long as they could throw, 120 feet. So that became the distance. So it just shows you, you know, instead of like instead of like taking a bucket of balls out or having some kid bring a bucket of balls out and maybe going at greater distance and, and just have that trainer catch the ball, they they, they it, it, it's all wrong. It's all wrong. Everything in baseball is all wrong. And that's the thing you learn when you read more of the old books, what they did. Again, again I, I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but Ty Cobb, he, he took so many chances on the base pass because he figured out what how far he could go. These guys don't even think about running the bases now. You know, they'll, they'll get, there'll be a ball. I saw it the other day at a college game. There was a ball hitting a gap. And I see it all the time in MLB, so that's why I'm talking about a college game right now. A single in a gap. And, and the kid rounded first, and he was so excited about his single. And this happens all the time in the MLB, too. And the coach was, you know, he's, he's giving his, you know, he's giving the fist bump. And the ball still basically hasn't come in yet. You don't know if the ball's going to skip away or whatever. <laughs> They're not watching the ball anymore. That's just one small thing about the game that's changed that drives, that, you know, turns my stomach. All right. In the final minute I have with you, uh, you had mentioned, you know, trying to catch up on baseball somehow, some way, uh, watching you know, YouTube clips, whatever, but you're also in person going to, to, to some games, right? So you're following, uh, where, where have you gone, uh, the last couple of weeks, fill my listeners in on that. And obviously I know you tweet out everything too. So. Right. But yeah. And, 
I've mainly gone to there's a local college right here, Flagler College D two, and uh, you know they started their season, so I go to their games. Great, great time. And you know, being a Saint, I'm in Saint John's County, so Saint John's County. This is a great thing, and I want to and, and check it out yourself wherever you may live. The Saint John's County residents get in for free, <laughs> so I don't even have to pay to go in their game. And then I get myself a, a it's not a small burger like a ballpark burger. I get a big burger for like four bucks. Loaded up with cheese and you know jalapenos, and I and, and you know, buy a bottle of water or whatever, and there you go. I have dinner, and maybe if it's a long game, I'll have a hot dog later on. It's you know, so so. But you can go to your you know little depending where you're living right now. Little leagues is starting up soon. Um, uh, high schools, unfortunately, got a you know. I was talking to a guy who was at a high school game last night, watching his kid, and um, you know there was all kinds of bad play simply because unfortunately the high school guys are now emulating these guys and they're going to all these uh, coaches who, who kind of give them the launch angle thing. So my advice is Mike, if you're a young player study, Anthony Volpe did this. Anthony Volpe, who's going to be a superstar for the Yankees, I believe. Um, he, he studied some of the great hitters of, of all time and, and, you know, modern day, whatever people he loved. And he kind of, with the technology of today, he was able to fold his uh, his swing into the, like their path as well, or, or on a grid, so, so to speak. And you could see it, and and the changes he had to make, he made. But he became a contact hitter and did those things and plays the game hard. So if you're a young player now, or if you're you're going to your son's game, get them to make contact and and look at uh, Tony Gwynn or somebody like that and learn from that. So anywhere you go, you, you know, I can go, if my daughter comes down from Savannah, we have a, we have a softball catch, you know? So just don't forget how great the game is and, and find it in any way you can locally and uh, enjoy the game. And uh, cause this is, uh, we can't let them ruin the game for us in every way. And just like Rob Manfred practices golf swing, just go out there maybe play catch with somebody and to realize what what it feels like to catch a baseball and throw a baseball and that good feeling that you get from it. You know, KK, Volpe, they'll screw him up. Don't worry. I mean, the, the, the Yankees will screw him up. <laughs> I think he's unscrewable because... Okay. Uh, in a, they'll fig- in a they'll find a way. I know they've they brought in all these new hitting coaches, and I'm a oh, little leery of gosh. that, to be honest with you. But I think this kid... I know Jersey kids, you know. This kid played, uh, you know. I, I know where he played, Del Barton. Uh, I, this kid's a tough kid, and and scouts I've talked to, uh, and people that know him personally, um, and plus you know what I've seen him say and everything, they 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 no, he's I think he's old school. I think he, I'm not saying he's Jeter, but he's got a Jeter mentality, and we just saw what happened with Jeter in Miami. So, you, they'll, he, I don't think he'll let them screw him up, and if they do, then um, shame on them. Kevin Kernan at AMBS underscore Kernan on Twitter and at Ball9.com, the fantastic baseball content writer for Ball9 and a New York State Baseball Hall of Famer. Kevin, thank you so much for a few, man. Be well. Always a pleasure, Mike. Take care. And uh, 75 and sunny down here now. And now a word from our great, great friends over at Bet Online. That's right. Bet Online knows football's over, but ooh, baby. Pro basketball, college basketball in full force. From the latest odds, totals, and more, head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you have to do is just use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, 
to get started. You get 50% off on the welcome bonus. And it's not just the basketball, folks. Hockey, boxing, UFC odds, right down to everything else. It is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Bet online where the game starts. We are also brought to you in part by Welch & Company Jewelers, Stanley Law Offices, and our great, great friends over at the Vince Aguera Consulting Group. If you need to become a better leader, both personally and professionally, go with Scott and his team. Log on to vcgtransforms.com. They have a ton of great, great programs that you can sign up for right online, and uh, you'll, you'll, you'll notice a difference. Let's just put it that way. Uh, before I sign off, I wanted to just kind of talk a little bit more uh, about what Kevin and I were 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 breaking down with with the whole baseball thing, and I'm not going to spend a ton of time on it. I mean, he basically he he covered all of it. Um, but but the thing is, for me, is you know we're always looking for as a society, like who do we blame, right? Like who's most at fault? Like when there's a bad loss in the NFL, Monday morning quarterback, who's most to blame for this loss? Who's this? Who? And in the baseball part of it, and look, I can't stand Rob Manfred. Trust me. But, you know, we've had these work stoppages. We've had problems before, no matter who the commissioner is, whether it's Manfred or Seelig or somebody else. I mean, look at the years, 94, 2022, 81. Like, you know, Kevin talked about the Ty Cobb era, you know, with the battling going back and forth. And look, other pro sports leagues, have they dealt with certain things like this, labor uh, uh, battles and all the rest? They've dealt with it, but not to this extent, right? I mean, we've never had a Super Bowl canceled, right? Because of because of labor battles. No, baseball canceled the World Series in '94. Um, so, for as much as I can't stand Rob Manfred, uh, I also have that in mind, and also the who's to blame thing. Like the players, ultimately, if you had to really make me choose a side, I would I would choose the owners to blame more because they locked out the players. And they just figured, well, we'll lock them out. And Kevin described it beautifully. But, you know, we'll lock them out and they'll just lay down like dogs, right? And that's not the case. And they kept, kept coming back, coming back, coming back. And it's proposal, counter-proposal, pro-proposal, counter-proposal. And it just keeps going on and on and on and on and on. Uh, didn't need a deadline. Uh, let's Now let's create a deadline. Uh, now the deadline's there. You don't meet the deadline. It's just become this continued clown show. And so I would, I would, I would blame the owners more than the players, for sure. But the players also have to maybe meet halfway here, too, because, you know, they want to play and get paid. There's that element of it right there, right? Like, you're screwing yourself a little bit, too, if you don't just come across. And I know that's hard for, you know, apologists to the players to hear because it's like, well, Okay, so now we're just going to cave to the owners. They're just going to make more money off of us agreeing to what they want. I understand that, but if you're a player and you want to play and you want to make money, uh, you got to play the games, right? And I think players have been, you know, for for those who don't like the analytics stuff, for those who do want to bunt, for those who do want to hit it the other way, for those who do want to steal bases, for those who do want to go from first to third, um, I'm with Kevin. I mean, I think that the players have not challenged the system enough in the game. And that's a non-labor thing. That's a product thing. You know, they need to go after Major League Baseball in terms of these ridiculous non-baseball ways of thinking. It's just absolutely ridiculous. NordVPN, let me tell you, 
there's nothing more important than peace of mind, and that's what NordVPN is here for. To give you peace of mind while you're online, and with all the threats that you face today on the internet, it is more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, period, end of discussion, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do stays online and stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all of your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either. And plans start at under 4 bucks a month. Wow, talk about value. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the code believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan. That's right, plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Also, a quick word from our friends at Athletic Greens. You know how hard it is to stay healthy these days, folks? Woo! Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that's a top quality every single day. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, and other things to start your day right. That's right. Special blend of ingredients. They support focus, aging, recovery, energy, gut health immune system, and your nervous system. It's also lifestyle-friendly, and it fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. So reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com believe that's athleticgreens.com slash B-L-E-A-V and uh, get started today. This is the ML Sports Platter all over the major platforms, Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer. Make sure you download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. Be on the lookout on all the social channels for my ML Sports Take videos. And, of course, go ahead and visit pinstripepassion.com for whatever baseball uh, that we're going you know, to be able to cover here uh, in the near future. You can always still go back to that website and listen to past interviews with the likes of Whitey Ford, Bob Shepard, Pedro Martinez, Andre Dawson, Roberto Alomar, Daryl Strawberry, Goose Gossage. The list goes on and on. So make sure you go visit pinstripepassion.com. Again, that's pinstripepassion.com. Com. And we are also brought to you in part by our great friends over at the Al and Angus Pub, Carvel Ice Cream of North Syracuse, and Ken's Auto Detailing. Stop in if you're in and around Central New York, the official detail house of the ML Sports Platter. Get your car, your truck, your motorcycle detailed. Get that chrome coating as well. It'll last several winters. Ken's Auto Detailing. Find them on Facebook. Check out all of their specials as well. As I always tell you, enjoy the games.
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.